Welcome to Redo of Life, a podcast that gives you the prescription for a fresh start. I'm your host and registered nurse ready to inject you with the power to transform your life because we all deserve a second chance. Let's rewind and press Redo on Life together. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Redo of Life. How are you? I hope I find you well. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I absolutely love this season because it's the most special times that we have with family. And I love that we have the opportunity to stop from our busy schedules, to take a look at all the good things we have, small or big. We have the opportunity to tell the ones we love how grateful we are for them. But there are a couple of things that I have learned this season that I want to share with you. And one of them just happened a couple of days ago when I was talking to somebody I know and they were sad. So I asked them what's going on and and they share that they were going through a hard time because they had lost their mom two years ago. And this holiday season reminded them of that. They felt a lot of pressure because they had to do a Thanksgiving dinner with their family uh, and they wanted to follow all the traditions that they had. Their mom used to organize it and host the dinner and now she wanted to make it as similar as possible like her mom did. And she was going through this grieving process and also having all that pressure on, you know, about trying not to make it so different so their family didn't have a hard time. And it made me realize that people can be hurting this holiday season. Not everybody is going through a wonderful time and a happy time. And it made me so grateful because I do have the people I love next to me. So I want to encourage you now that you have the opportunity to tell the people next to you that you're thankful and grateful for them, do it because you may not have them later. You may not have that chance again. And if you are going through a hard time, my friend, if you have lost somebody that you love that was important to you, I want you to know that you're not alone. I'm sorry for your loss. And I cannot even start to imagine what you're feeling right now. Embrace the grieving process. It's normal for you to feel this way. And take a moment to let it all out because you cannot keep it all in. So if you need a friend, if you need somebody that you want to listen to you, or if you just need to cry, I am here for you. And I hope and I pray that God may bring some comfort to your life in this holiday season and in all the days that you're feeling pain. My next story, it's a little bit more cheerful than this one, but basically I was taking care of this patient that was very sick. I'm not going to go into details, but they were a trach. For those who don't know, a trach is a tube that helps you breathe that goes into your um, trachea down here on your throat and it's connected to a ventilator and to oxygen that helps you and gives you the the opportunity to breathe. So basically it's a machine that supports your life, life support. So this person was under ventilator. However, they were awake and they were able to communicate and they couldn't talk, but they were writing things down. So I was taking care of him. This person is very sweet. Uh, he was always smiling and, and being, you know, very kind. So I went in there and I asked him, I was like, how are you today? Did you have a good night? 
we were having this conversation and he's like, yes, he wrote down, I am actually very grateful to be alive. And in that moment, when I read that, I was so shocked. I'm a nurse taking care of this patient that is in the hospital by himself in the room, connected to a ventilator in a bed where he cannot move and do anything for himself. And he tells me that he's grateful to be alive. It was a huge lesson for me. Because it made me realize how many times do I complain about my life, about not having this or that, about how hard my life it is. And this person in a hospital bed tells me that they are grateful, that they are feeling good and happy because they are alive, because they have another chance. So I learned another lesson that day. Be grateful for what you have. Be grateful for all the good things and even the bad things sometimes because everything that happened in your life, it is for a reason. So make the most out of it. You're the only one that has control and you can and you can either see life with a good positive light and make the best out of it or you can make the worst out of it by seeing what is always negative and what you're always lacking. So in this sense, giving season and, and all this Christmas season that is coming, I encourage you to be thankful, grateful and change your mindset into a positive and better mindset. Okay, now that I have made you all emotional and melancholic, <laughs> let's get into today's episode because it's very special because it was created by you. And what I mean by that is that a while back, I posted that I wanted you guys to send me all your questions and concerns that you had, and I was going to make an episode about it. So here we are. We're going to read and discuss your questions and the topics that you have mentioned. And you know what's funny about this is that I have asked myself these questions before and some of these things I am still finding out the answer to. So today we're going to navigate them together. And if there is any other doubt or questions that you have after that maybe I haven't answered, please reach out to me and we will we will discuss it. And since we just talked about changing your mindset and, and the way you view life, let's start with this first question. How can I improve my attitude towards life? This question got to us by Mario, which he's 15 years old. By the way, hello, Mario. I send you a hug and kisses, and I hope that I can answer your question in the best way. And I think I have talked about this before. The only way that you can improve how you see life, it's all about mind discipline. Seeing life as something beautiful and worth it, it doesn't come natural to us as humans because I think we naturally lean towards viewing what's negative. So I recently just learned this myself, but the only way to improve your own life is by deliberately cultivating a healthy state of mind. And what I mean by this is that the way you think, you can either draw out the best from yourself and life or the worst. For example, if you constantly look for what's negative in others or seek conflict wherever you go, life is probably not going to be attractive. But if you fight your negative thoughts and discipline your mind to see what's the best in each situation or to accept people as they are and cultivate gratitude, then life is going to appear inviting. And the book that I'm reading right now, the 4-8 principle in page 180, it says something that I think goes perfect with this. Life will always have shortcomings and it will always have virtues. When you focus on your blessings, your life feels abundant. 
when you focus on what's missing, life feels incomplete. Where you point the spotlight is purely a matter of choice. So there you have your answer. And it's great that you're asking yourself this question now at 15 years old, because if you start learning how to control and discipline your mind now, you will grow to be a very happy human. Happiness, it's not outside. It doesn't come on external factors. And if you learn, this is the key to change your life and to find happiness. All right, one question down, many more to go. <laughs> Another question Mario had was, what are steps on how to focus on long-term goals in life? He's asking, how can I persevere and not give up when hardships come your way? So the first thing when we're talking about long-term goals in life is you have to begin by answering yourself, who do you want to become as a person? And what are your most important goals? So first, set those goals. If you have a clear idea where you want to be, then you can work towards achieving it. So to work towards goals takes discipline. So you will have to make a choice to continue to work on it daily. And it doesn't get easy, especially when hardships come your way and try to discourage you. But it's in the hardest times like this that you have to make the decision to continue, even when you don't feel like it, because you have a clear idea where you want to go and you have to keep going. So keep yourself in the good path, even though you don't feel like it sometimes. But in order for that to happen, there are some things you have to do, which is you need to constantly nurture your mind with positive things that help you grow and be productive. So listen to educational and inspirational programs. So read and watch things that give you good information or positive and teach you good things. So remember, what you cultivate your mind is what you're going to be. So exercise your mind by gaining useful knowledge skills and tools that will help you gain mental and emotional intelligence. That way, when your mind tries to play you down or tells you, oh, I don't really feel like persevering right now, I will rather be lazy, you will have enough mental strength to keep going. And the next thing that is very important is to surround yourself with people that challenge you to be better and don't enable you to ease up on your priorities or what's important in life. Eliminate from your life all distractions that take you away from the path of achieving your goals. That is very important because who your friends are, that's who are you going to be because they can influence you either positively or negatively. And lastly, but not less important, strive to excel every day. That each thing you start or do be your best work yet. Give a hundred percent on each task, as small as it is, and this will create in you a habit of constance and excellence. This is what mind discipline looks like. So Mario, I hope that this answers your question. And if there is anything else you need, don't hesitate to reach out to me. So our next question is how to make the right decision when faced with different options and maybe not all of them are good. So in order to make the right decision, first you have to understand and remember that everything you do now will make up your future. So it's going to have consequences, either positive or negative. So take that in consideration when you're about to make a choice, right? With that in mind, also remember that you were made by God 
to his own image. His purpose for us is to experience the abundance of life, and he wants to import his perfect character through each one of us. But for that, we need to want to mirror our Creator. So each time you're going to make a decision and don't know which one is the right one, think, how would God want me to act now? If I do this, would it glorify God? Is it in accordance with His Word and principles? And if you're ever in doubt, pray. Ask Him, God, I don't know what to choose. Please help me make the right decision. And third, you can also make a list of advantages versus disadvantages of all the choices you're being faced with to see which one has the best outcomes. At least this is what has worked in my life, and it might be different for everyone, but I hope this helps you. Okay, our next question is by Sara. She is also 15 years old, and she is asking a very important question that I think all of us can relate to. How can you cope with loneliness? This is something I have asked myself multiple times and I have had to learn it the hard way. So we're going to go into story time. <laughs> When I moved to America, I was a teenager. I, was, I actually had my 17th birthday here uh, and it was such a hard time for me because I had a lot of friends in Venezuela. I had my high school best friends, which we were a group of six girls that were together all the time. And then I also had a big, big group of friends and young people at my church. Man, I still remember we would do things every weekend. I think it was about like 50 or 60 people that would get together. Uh, we would have games and, and gatherings and we would hang out. There was always something to do. And when we left, it was a little bit abrupt and very fast. I didn't really have time to process all of that. And I came here to nothing. I didn't know anyone. And on top of that, I didn't even speak English. The church I'm attending to didn't have people my age. And the culture here was so different. So it was truly a shock. And I felt very lonely. And to be honest with you, throughout all these years, this feeling didn't grow smaller, but unfortunately became bigger because it had been years and I couldn't find my people. So I was here seven years, didn't really have a lot of friends. So I felt out of place and I felt that no one understood me. I couldn't have a real deep connection with anyone. But as time passes, you kind of get used to this feeling and it starts losing its grip. You understand that you can be contempt without the need of someone else in your life. I realized that I needed friends for the wrong reasons. I needed friends because I had a void that needed to be filled. I didn't know how to feel happy, so I was looking for happiness on someone else. Sometimes these feelings are still there, but by changing my perspective and trying to appreciate the people I do have around me, instead of looking at what I'm lacking, this feeling starts shining less brighter. Try to change your perspective and look at the people you do have. Maybe it's not what you expected a friendship to look like, or it's not like what you expected to feel about someone. Try to work with what you have. And also, if you have family near you, Remember that they are your best friends. No one will love you and understand you better than them. I mean, of course, there are different situations in life, but most families are going to love you. Another thing you can do to cope with loneliness is to ask God what he wants to teach you in this stage of life. Does he want you to learn to only depend on him? 
Does he wants to teach you to trust and learn more about yourself? Maybe there are some things that you have to change. Or like I said, maybe he wants you to learn that happiness doesn't really come from other people. Remember that every situation that happens in your life comes with a purpose. So try to learn from it. Instead of just feeling sorry or unhappy, bring your concerns to God and ask him. He knows and understands your heart and on his timing, he will send you people to fill your soul. Something practical that you can do is try to look for people that have your similar interests. So try to make real connections. A lot of the times we feel lonely and we complain because we don't have friends, but we also don't make the step, don't put ourselves out there to try to find somebody or try to make a real connection. So you're not going to find friends if you just stay in the same place without taking an adventure onto finding somebody. You can also help others and do things for others that maybe will help you find real connections and also will help you to get a sense of fulfillment and purpose that will be greater than the feeling of loneliness. And remember, when you're feeling this way, an important thing is to take care of yourself. Use this time to learn how your mind works and how to control it. Love yourself. Fill your mind with positive things that will help you feel better. But if nothing of this works, that's what I'm here for. I can be your friend and, and that's what this podcast and this community is about. I don't want you to feel lonely anymore because I've been there. So talk to me. It's normal to feel this way. All of us have been here, okay? I hope this helps, Sara. So friends, I thought I was going to be able to finish all the questions and answer all the questions in one episode, but I don't think that's going to be possible because it's already very long. So I have decided to split up this episode and the next episode will come out and we will answer the rest of the questions. So stay tuned so you can listen to the next episode. And remember, friend, exercise your mind and discipline your mind so you can see life in a better light. Remember to be careful when you're making decisions and know that everything you do is going to have a consequence, either positive or negative, and know that you're not alone. And if you have feelings of loneliness, we all have been there. So don't feel like you're weird or like you're the only person that has been through it. So take all of these advices and use them to make your life better. So friends, we're now at the end of this episode. Please share it with other people that might need to know this too. And download the episode, rate it, and turn on notifications. So that way you're not going to miss any of the new episodes that are coming out. I'm your host Mina, encouraging you to work to be better every day. Until next time, see you soon, friend.